Before we get started, please take the time to like, add, and subscribe to our pages on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, and iTunes. Also, please leave us a review. In 2010, a young park visitor came across a fossil at Badlands National Park and reported it to rangers. Much to her surprise, the visitor's discovery turned out to be an incredibly rare, well-preserved skull of a saber-toothed cat. The saber-toothed cat, or saber-toothed cat. We wander our way over, you know, because this is wandering ways. What's Bigfoot possibility? Clink, clink. Holy crap, my guy. I feel like it's been been about a week since I've last seen you. It was. It is. And Move you know it. what's special about this week, everybody? You want to know what's really special is because by the time this comes out, Mr. Zach Gray 250, Ranger Zach, that guy is gonna be married. I am. So this one comes out after. It's either literally on your wedding day or it's the week after. I can't remember. It's either. So you're saying it's either the day before my wedding because my wedding's on a Thursday and you're going to be in Montana with me, hanging out, having a good time, exploring big sky country, or it's the week after when we're in the chalet. We're in. Yeah. I was going to say we're in Glacier Park. So yeah. watch the social medias. If you want to stay tuned, watch Zach of Wandering Ways, watch Reverend Marcus, watch the Rougarou. You will see it all live. And then when it comes out as posts, you know, in August, September, next year, you'll be like, I saw that live. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> no, so that's kind of exciting. If you really think about it, we're in the middle of a lot of hot stuff. Yeah, I mean, really, though, we're we're in the thick of it, if you really think, no matter what day it is. I, I love that we don't know. We could have we could look into it, but we're not going to because that's just a waste of time. Yeah. But we're we're in the thick of it. You know, we're we're floating rivers. We're jumping into lakes. We're climbing mountains. We're we're using uh, a kick ass shower. Oh, you want me to show that? huh? <laughs> so this is the thing is we're probably I've probably used this thing that we're about to show you for everyone i don't know though by this know. time you you actually you will because i think i see you on one of our hikes being like i'm gonna take this out and use it because you can just put it in a water source right so it's it's i'm gonna get wet here because look it's already doing it basically the kick-ass thing here it's just a hose with a shower head and a, a water pump that's dripping its water because I because I have it's full of water and it's dripping on me, but you just right here yeah, turn it on. You hear that there? Yeah. Put it in the water. Oh, probably put the side that sucks in the water down, huh? There we go. There we go. Bingo, bingo, shower. Yeah, it's a thing to drink. No, but you know, I tested it. Um, it is something I totally would use, and maybe not to take like a full blown shower, but like rinse my feet off. Rinse your feet off. Wash the dog. Yeah, uh, like, yeah, yeah. If your dog is a little bit grody before you can put him back in the car, like, 
just anything that you're like, oh, I need a little bit of spray here of water. And, and yeah, it's, well, it's I, I think the feet big time because my feet always get gnarly with dirt, mud, sand, whatever. Well, you wear a lot of flip flops and so do I in the summer. And I like when I get home, you know, I'll, I'll get a towel. I'll, I'll wet half the towel, wash my feet and then use the other half to dry them. But yeah, just like that, just spray. Good to go. Don't even need to get the towel wet. Nope, nope, nope. nope. That's uh, that's that's why I think that thing is actually pretty cool. You think it's kick ass, huh? I do. I actually think it's very kick ass. <laughs> no, I love. I mean, it I has love... uh, my uh, seal of approval. So <laughs> there you go. It's got Mark's Wandering Ways stamp of approval. I love no, it. It's the seal of approval. I'm actually what I want to do is get literally cards. And have because uh, have I ever seen? Have you ever oh, yeah. seen my picture of the seal of approval? Yes, it's a, yes. <laughs> I just wanted to get cards of that, and every time I approve of something, just hit it. You know what? This gets my seal of approval. <laughs> no, you need to go to the beach or the zoo, you know, and take a picture of your favorite seal, <laughs> and then we'll have we'll have Josh design a card for you. You can hand it out. <laughs> Reverend be- Mark's seal of approval. <laughs> this has the reverend seal of approval <laughs> no but i you know no, but the that. the point of the cards is you don't put a name on it it's just like any you can share it i give you my seal of approval you can then give your seal of approval it's the gift that keeps giving you know pass it pass it forward as they say no i love it i love what kickass has done with us um you know we have the shower awning on the side of the car hence why they also sent the shower head um for me that like, I love what I love using, uh, about, I have a camp Lux water heater, which is really nice. And I love that because you get like a hundred and hundred degree shower and it's oh, so nice out there out, out in the wilderness. Um, so you can do that, but that hooks up into, into like a water source. This, you can just have a bucket of water, whatever you're using. Great. Um, but they even sent a headlamp and Matt buddy has the headlamp because you should have seen these headlamps he had oh my god like they're not even dollar store quality that's how bad they were you know like they they it looked like he won them out of like those like 50 cent machines that you put really? like you twist i kid you not dude they all like you shine they're all dull you couldn't see like i don't even know why they sold them no you gotta have a good headlamp um oh it was it, it was makes- terrible that he had i yeah, it makes a big difference having a nice headlamp uh when you're out like if you roll into a campsite late just pregnant i literally got mine right here my headlamps right here so <laughs> you just pop that puppy on boom uh, i have i have one in each car for that reason because you never know when you're going to need uh the, i mean the ruguru has all my adventure gear which is cool um I, you can see the kick-ass video with matt on the ruguru's instagram um, which is hilarious because like, I'm telling him, like, I need you to do this for the video. And Matt's sitting there with the headlamp, pressing the buttons, like, as I'm recording him, like all like figuring it out for himself. But I'm like, dude, like you've already seen the settings. Like, like I'm, I want the spot or I want the, you know, like, I'm like, come on, man. No, he, he was crazy with it, but it, he loved it. He liked it. Cause you see the difference, like that spotlight right on the middle. And then the, the floodlight they have, boom. They've hooked us up. They've helped us out. I've even let Kickass know that I said Mark's probably going to get a van, and uh, we're going to build it. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I don't know. I'll be making a decision on the van here real soon. 
real oh. soon in real time. Um, the decision will probably be made by the time this comes out. So you'll know. You'll know. Yeah, you'll know. Uh, people will know. But <clears throat> anyways, no, we are here today to continue on with our ABCs of the National Parks series. Um, and this time we're on to a new letter. We have left the A's, <laughs> kissed them goodbye. We've done them well. We have now moved on to the B's. Oh, hey, save the bees. Yeah, save the bees. Um, and we are starting with um, one we've been to. Uh, a few times. The Badlands. Not the good lands, not the great lands, nope. but the Badlands. That's, uh, we'll just start off with the first fact. Some people may not know that uh, the name is literally the Badlands. <laughs> the uh, Lakota what? people called it not good land <laughs> and really that's do. how the name came to be badlands <laughs> that's but what else would you do there like even the farming isn't that great around the badlands you have to kind of get away from it uh yeah they have some grass and that's actually really cool when you are in the badlands is the grasslands you have yeah. the grasslands the national grasslands out in south dakota there which are beautiful um i didn't know this but did you know the badlands was actually a national monument before it was a national park i did not know that in 1939 it was established as a national monument which is it wasn't its first because the first one's real close by in devil's tower but in 1978 someone said hey let's make it a national park because it deserves more because it, it deserves that type of status and that protection and going there i think it does i don't know about you i mean You've been there once, twice? Yeah, I've times? just, no, just the one time when we did it. Okay, I think I've been there like three to four to five, eight times, somewhere somewhere in there. Um, it's not big. No, like, it's, not, it's not big at all. It's a, uh, I want to say it's like a 40-mile road that you take um, it through the park. Uh, it's the 240 loop road, and they say it takes about 60 minutes to do it. Uh, and what's really nice about it is you can get off the interstate, take the loop and get right back on the interstate and you're still moving east to west or west to east, depending on the direction you're going in. Um, yeah, that is a nice, I think, perk, you know, because if you are making it a road trip, you know, and you don't want to spend a ton of time there, you can at least, you know, enjoy the scenic drive of it. And that's what is nice about it. Cause it is a scenic drive of like, you're going up and down and around the badlands. You see the big horn sheep that they have. If you're lucky, you'll see the Buffalo herds. Mm -hmm. um, they say there's bobcats too in the area. Um, yeah. They say there's a ton of stuff um, in there. No badlands. Um, it was rattlesnakes. When, when was it was, when was it a national park? Uh, the uh, 78, 1978, 1978. Oh, 50 years coming up here this uh, in the 2020s. Oh, got to make a trip. <laughs> going to have to. Going to have to. No, um, I like I like the Badlands. What I like about the Badlands is usually when you're going to them, you're doing the other things in the Black Hills area. Uh, you know, you're seeing the Mount Rushmore's, you're seeing the Crazy Horses, the Devil's Tower, the Wind Cave, Jewel Caves, Custer State Park, you know, all the cool stuff in that area. Um, the good lands. No, <laughs> just kidding. But the Badlands. lands. Um, and it, it, I don't know what I like about that park too. 
you know, as we're just getting the conversation going here is it's an open hike park. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's not many of those. Um, there's a lot of parks that stay on all trails, but this one, because I think it's like, well, it's just dirt. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it used to be like a shallow sea. It used to be all underwater. So you can like, when you think of it that way, you kind of understand why it looks the way it looks. Oh, hundred percent. And it's interesting too, as you say that you shallow sea, and then you take the West right now in the drought we're in with the water sources in the South Dakota, North Dakota, Mont- Eastern Montana area where they're experiencing that drought and those water levels are getting real low. It's even unearthing some of the dinosaurs that lived in these areas. Um, so if you're into the, like, the archaeology side, definitely Eastern Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, Badlands area, great place to go check that out. 100% the Badlands. Actually, I have a story involving fossils in the badlands that i think this is the perfect time to uh mention it i want to hear it yeah so um in 2010 a young park visitor came across a fossil at badlands national park and reported it to rangers much to her surprise the visitor's discovery turned out to be an incredibly rare well-preserved skull of a saber-toothed cat the saber-toothed cat or saber-toothed cats aren't the only creature hidden among the layers and layers of sediment in the badlands. The uh, park is known for fossils. That is neat. I didn't know that. That's a cool. Story. Yeah, how wild would that be? But just like, look what I found, and then they're like, "What do you get?" I'm curious because you know how like, oh, actually, a uh, big disclaimer now that we mentioned it's a fossils, a lot of fossils there. Uh, still illegal to take it out of the park. I understand that, but does she get some sort of credit for finding it? Like, uh, oh, I like, would assume so. Like, she gets the namesake or the, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess if it was already a saber tooth cat, then they like well, they've already named them. But sometimes yeah, they but they could name the school. You know, like she could name it Sally. Um, Let's hope. I hope she at least got a picture. Oh, I bet. I bet they got a pic. I bet she got like pictures of it in the ground when she found it, and then pictures of it like when they've unearthed it. And like, look at this. All right, question for you on this standpoint: Say that's you that discovers it, young age. Do you think that inspires you to go into like archaeology and that kind of stuff? I think so. Um, when I lived in New Mexico the natural history museum down there in Albuquerque, great natural history museum, great dinosaur exhibit. I remember going there as a kid all the time. They had rooms that you could see the glass rooms with the archeologists actually like messing with fossils and cleaning. Cause New Mexico is also another good hotbed yeah. for finding them. And they were doing that whole, you know, thing. So I was interested in it. I've been interested in it, but not, not to dedicate my career to that. Uh, I'm not, I, I, I'm not really that kind of, I want to dedicate my career to those type of sciences or just sciences in general, really. Um, you know, I'm more of a history uh, buff, especially, you know, Native American history here uh, in the U.S. is kind of more my MO. I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. But, yeah, I don't know if it would change my whole career path. Um, you know, if you found There's something. a meme out there. Um, the memes like you're it's a graph and it it's like an inverted or it's a u graph so it's all shaped in the u they uh, interest in dinosaurs and age 
And so I had at the beginning, it was age like five to like eight. And then at the end, it was when your kid, when you have kids age five to eight. So it's like your two peaks and interests of dinosaurs. There's when you were five and eight. And then when you have a five and eight year old. (laughs) That makes sense, though, when you look at it. Um, Oh, 100%. I like, I mean, I like, uh, I like, I like dinosaurs. I mean, the Lewis and Clark trip, just not too far from Pompey's Pillar. uh, If you read the Lewis and Clark journals, he found a fishbone that was like a rib cage bone that was like uh, three feet in length. Mm-hmm. It's like, whoa, what kind of fish is this rib cage bone that big? And like, probably a dinosaur. But back in 1803, 1805, when he was rolling through 1806 in that area, they didn't have a word for dinosaurs, <laughs> which is wild. Yeah, they probably had no idea. That would be trippy. You know, you're in a new land, essentially. Right. And you see what is a massive rib. I'd be like, uh, what are we getting into? And it was interesting because he found it on the Yellowstone River, like right up against the shore. While and that's his men... how myths start. Right. <laughs> while his men were uh, getting the bighorn sheep that they shot down there, which is like, huh, there's bighorn sheep living down there. How come they're not down there anymore? Oh, yeah. Okay, guys, come on now. <laughs> um, moving back to the Badlands, um, it is a fabulous, fabulous place. And we've talked about this with other parks, but this is a real uh, big park for it. Um, I know this because I've done it for stargazing. Oh, straight up and down. It is beautiful. There's so many beautiful pictures of the Badlands and the Milky Way galaxy and just stars behind it. It's uh, nice because there's not a lot of uh, light pollution around. Oh. So it's really, it really is kind of one of the more darker places left around. Well, when you look at the U.S. and like the like unpopulated areas, you know, you take eastern Montana, Wyoming, North Dakota, South Dakota, kind of that area. It's, yeah, a lot of nothing. A lot, a of, lot nothing. of nothing. But you get some cool stars. I mean, I love that's and you're high up in elevation. You know, you're three thousand, two thousand plus feet up starting there, and you're you're close to the stars. You see it. You get there's not a lot of light pollution either. Not a lot of pollution to begin with because you're in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so if it's a clear night, you're definitely going to see stars. And that's actually one of the recommendations. You know, I have the newspaper from when you and I went in 2019. Um, of all the information here laid out and they say, do a star program, do a ranger program, you know, do a star led ranger program. Yeah, I, I would. Um, I know you would. Um, you know, the, I mean, the, the night we camped in the park there, um, it was phenomenal. Um, yeah, it was one of those nights I thought I wasn't going to be sleeping in the hammock, but we figured out how to hook it up. And then we just like, just watch the stars that night. We had my uh, book out, pointing yeah. them all out. <laughs> there you go. I do. You had your red light. Yeah, the. Red... <laughs> well, we went real legit. <laughs> no, might as well, right? You know, that's a. I I would love to take you up on top of the Beartooth Pass at like two a.m. Oh yeah, man, those dark places. That's where <sighs> that where it'd be. It's gorgeous. Um, you know, I'm gonna just I'm just gonna do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna read some of these uh uh fun facts they got a quick facts of the badlands national park too in this newspaper here uh facts with zach 
There you go. <laughs> uh, they, they have 244,000 acres. Um, of that wilderness is 64,000 acres. Um, they get about 1 million visitors every year. Um, some of their key resources, it's, uh, this is the largest expanse of protected prairie ecosystem in the national park system. Um, it's considered one of the world's richest mammal fossil beds. So like you oh, said, the saber tooth cat, right? Mm-hmm. Um, 50% of the Badlands Park is co-managed with the Oglala Lakota uh, Nation, the eighth largest Indian reservation in the United States. That's actually Matt Buddy's tribe. Um, and you can go check out the visitor center, the White River Visitor Center down there. Uh, they only have two visitor centers, the Ben Raphael, which is right there in the park off the road, and then the White River one down on the reservation. And definitely go support them. Go support the tribe. Go put some of your money in their local economy. They need it. They're actually one of the more poorer tribes in the whole U.S. So they, they could use that, that, stimulate, that stimulate, stimulus of the economy, I guess. It's a good way of saying that. Stimulating the economy. There you go. Um, Badlands National Park and the Buffalo Gap National Grasslands are one of the most successful reintroduction sites for the black-footed ferret, one of the world's rarest mammals. There you go. That's a real fun fact. Yeah. Try and do uh, safe species because uh, we've been trying to take them out. Yeah. And well, and it's, they're showing here the some of the native animals, uh, another one that's kind of rare out in uh, eastern, like out here out on the prairies, um is the swift fox oh they have the swift fox too and that's that that is a rare uh rare rare one people actually often mistake them for coyotes so in uh, in these areas montana specifically you can actually hunt coyote i could shoot a coyote today and no one would care oh Uh, that creates issues yes and the swift fox is actually endangered so i could see that but they are smaller than a coyote um and they are they don't they're not as fluffy sometimes Fun fact. <laughs> That's a fun fact. Yeah. Um, it's really close to uh, Rapid City and Waldrug. Uh, if you want to get, get some shopping services, they do have services nearby. Uh, not necessarily in the park. <laughs> um, but yeah, Waldrug has free water. <laughs> that's why that's where well, that guys free water so if you can head out there get your free and they water. have a couple hotels so that's a good place to stay if you're not camping in one of the two campgrounds um we were lucky to camp in one i'm not sure were you able to reserve that one or did we do a first come first serve i think we reserved it i do too which is nice because it was after memorial day weekend yeah so for us and we did it i think on the fly um, yeah we did i know we did it like a week not before. really yeah it was like we just waited till we were much closer yeah and it was nice because we we were able to stay in the park um yeah. one of like i think that was the only park we did stay in on that on that big trip space due to reservations we didn't stay in the grand canyon we didn't stay in zion we didn't we stayed at page in pagers on, or on lake powell which is like a state park yeah. Um, and we stayed, we, we did have a reservation for Yellowstone, but it snowed. So we got a hotel. <laughs> so, and what is nice is the, is the, is the reservation in Yellowstone we had was it was at Canyon and that's up higher in the mountain. So good thing we yeah. got a hotel that night. Yeah. 
Um, another fun fact, even though this is an open hiking park, no dogs on any of the trails on out. So we did actually, when we were there, we did see a couple of people with dogs. So, you know, you kind of hope they get a ticket if a ranger sees them, because that's how you protect the wildlife in these places. The wildlife views dogs like wolves. They're canines. They're predators. Um, you know, even though your dog wants to go play with that moose, doesn't mean you should go let it. Yeah, and it's a safety thing for both the dog and the wildlife there. And so, you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> it, I guess, yeah. And you're supposed to stay 100 feet away from all wildlife. Yes, that is true as well. Um, Badlands has been in a ton of, or not a ton, but it's been some movies. So you may have seen it in some movies. I know Dancing, Dancing Dances with Wolves. Have you seen that one? Uh, oh yeah, a long, long time ago. It's a good one. Oh yeah, classic. Um, yeah, I like it because he he he's like, I'm gonna become part of the natives. I'm gonna be good with them. But then you get like right at the end, you know, they just kill him and kill everyone else. Yeah, that's how it goes. I know. But uh, yeah, it's in that movie. It's been in some other things. Um, it's pretty hard to miss um, if you see it in some. You're right. like, oh, that's the Badlands. Well, or at least at least you see it and you know what area because you do get some of these type of structures in Montana or up in like Teddy Roosevelt National Park up in North Dakota. My grandma who grew up like in Belfield, North Dakota, which is like 10 miles from Teddy Roosevelt National Park. She she always refers to that one as the Badlands. Oh, that was the it was, I think, Badlands National Park before it was Teddy Roosevelt National Park. So she's always like, are you in North Dakota? And it's like, no, I'm in South Dakota. I'm in Bad National Park. So it's, it's funny you get that. Um, but it's all, it's, it's just that, that dirt, that sand, uh, ero- you know, that it's, it's eroding land. Play. Yeah, they even say uh, coercing through the park is Badlands Wall, a hundred mile long wall of soft stone, uh, erosive rainwater, washes away one inch of the wall every year so yeah and that's the thing i mean we walked on the trail it's dirt so like yeah dirt falls in with humans yeah you're we're going to erode it even quicker it is Uh, so it's good that it's protected because i'm sure if it wasn't that thing would have been leveled by you know dump trucks and cat big old construction equipment (laughs) oh man yeah they would do something special to it's all probably all oil Um, yeah honestly though yeah there's if there's a bunch of mammals and dinosaurs there i bet you there's oil there i mean why are we in north dakota huh right where the balkan is just saying where the dinos were but they were on to some everyone knows dinosaurs used to drink oil (laughs) yeah that's why they call it fossil fuels So I was kind of thinking of getting into sport fishing again, but I feel like I need a good quality net. Well, you know what, Reverend? I got the key solution for you. You know, our friends at Blue Ribbon Net make this eco-friendly aquafade bag so you're not hurting the environment. It's 100% biodegradable. Plus, the wood is locally sourced and it is also biodegradable and it's just such a great company to use. Um, the Blue Ribbon Nets, they're here in Bozeman, Montana. 
And we even have a discount code. That's right. If you use the code RUGARU10, that's right. That's my Jeep, the RUGARU. RUGARU10, R-U-G-A-R-U-1-0. Uh, you're going to get some discount on a blue ribbon net. You know, you can get the long one if you're fishing the big fish or you can get just the good river one, you know, if you're like me and just want to catch a lot of fish. So again, make sure you go check out Blue Ribbon and use the promo code RUGARU10. Hey, hey there, Reverend. Um, I heard that you might be running dry on your sticker supplier. Yeah, I've been looking around and I've kind of like run out of cool stickers to buy and put on water bottles and stuff. Well, I, I mean, have you seen the stuff Josh has been coming out with lately? No, I have not. Well, he is doing some really cool stuff with the Shop LS574. Yes, they're working with indigenous communities and making some really cool stickers. Um, he has a really cool buffalo mountain sticker. There's even water bottles, hats, sweatshirts, the whole swag. And we even got a discount code for you guys. Yes, if you use Wandering Ways at Shop LS574, you're going to be getting a discount on your next purchase. But not only that, you're going to be giving a percentage of that sale to the Little Shell Tribe, as well as they donate a dollar of every sale to murdered and missing indigenous women. So just such a cool thing going on there. You know, you use the code wandering ways, W-A-N-D-E-R-I-N-G-W-A-Y-S and you put that in there, boom, you're getting a discount. Well, the Badlands, you know, it's, uh, I don't think the name is right. Because uh, I think it should be the cool lands because there's a lot of cool shit there. Yeah, I thought you meant cool, like keep it cool. Because it's like, yeah, in the winter, yeah, it gets really cold. But in the summer, it gets really hot. Yeah, no, no, no. We should uh, probably try and keep it. Well, climate change is a fluctuations. But anyways, no, we're talking about cool shit right now. By meaning cool shit in nature. Mark's and favorite 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 segment you know he likes the clink at the beginning if you guys didn't catch on to that but he really likes cool shit (laughs) yeah no so uh first one um because of course i have two um first one here is definitely cool um it's a cuttlefish like doing the whole color change to as the video said like hypnotize its prey I wonder though, like hypnotize, or if that just like you're just what as the prey, you're just watching that and it's enticing you, like to come. Well, to- that's what I think they mean by hypnotizing it, you know, is it puts you in kind of a dazed state where you're just like so infatuated by it. They're so cool, man. Cuttlefish are super cool. Like, I didn't realize that. Uh, did you have you ever watched Sing? The, um, the, the cartoon oh yeah my niece is like one of her favorite movies yeah i would assume so uh but like the cuttlefish in there where they have them as like the background at the restaurant in the aquarium tank oh yeah <laughs> for hire <laughs> no i think that i mean they're cool creatures uh was it blue planet does a really good this is from blue planet <laughs> it says it down at the bottom there i yeah. see so no, and then our second one here is uh, a, a volcano eruption here. 
Oh, on the hike, it says the people who submitted it. Forrest Gump 91. Yeah, they uh, they they took the video. So shout out to them. That's cool. That would be neat. That's what I was kind of hoping for in Hawaii when we were there. Like uh, I knew the, the the lava wasn't flowing. So I was like, yeah, maybe it blows up while we're there, huh? <laughs> that would I be would, gnarly. I would love to be like like these guys where you're watching it blow up from like a safe distance. Like I would love to experience something like this. Yeah. Uh, I would too, as long as it's not that big of an eruption, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like that. That's like, that's a, that one right there. That's a good size. Yeah. Like <laughs> it's, it's just still like low key, pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like you look, that's a mountain over there and it's like yeah. red falling down like a th- quarter of the way (laughs) and it's like way up in the air too like how gnarly would it be to hear it the i wonder what i like i'm curious what that sounds like right when it's first kind of erupting out of the earth yeah it must sound like an explosion or something yeah it's got to be pretty gnarly tyler said when they blew up greaser by his house you know the old football stands because basically if you watch the video that the whole stance is basically go from standing up to laying down it's just flat and he said it sounded like the like someone took one of like those metal garbage cans that you hear when a garbage truck just throws down and threw it against his window that's what it sounded like he goes that woke me up i didn't even know what was going on i was like yeah i bet i bet those noises man Oh, yeah. I no. bet it's just loud as hell, even from that distance in the video. But I, I'm curious, too, then, too, like, what does, like, when you, we're in Hawaii volcanoes, right, and, like, you see the, the lava there, like, obviously, we didn't get to. Is that making a noise, too? Like, when it's just uh, slow? You probably it? hear it a little bit. It's probably just not as loud. Well, if one of our wanderers knows, can you please email us at wanderingwayspodcast at gmail.com? W-A-N-D-E-R-I-N-G-W-A-Y-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at G-M-A-I-L dot C-O-M. And we would appreciate it. I would. I don't know about you. We would, 100%. At least I would. Um, Well, I got got some other cool, cool stuff from you. I got my favorite book here subpar parks america's most extraordinary national parks and their least impressed visitors and what i like is a lot of pictures in this book you got the picture here of the badlands it says the only thing bad about these lands is the entire experience so they did not have a good time at the badlands i had a great such a funny review (laughs) they probably did it just just to do it Let's be yeah, real. I, you know, I don't know. Because you, you see those kind of reviews all the time where you hear people who are like, oh, I wonder if they're going to let the animals out today. Right. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, what do you think this is? <laughs> I mean, though, with like how we do, like, fen- like those bison of Yellowstone, right? They're fenced in there, basically. They can't go pretty much beyond like they can go out into like the surrounding areas of the park but like there's even cattle grates on roads and stuff to try and prevent them from going past that and it's kind of wild where it's like yeah like yeah they're wild but like are they they're farmed that's a a good argument you know um but i'm going to read you the review you know it says located well this i don't know if this is the review or just amber you know amber share she's the one who does the book her 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 take on the park so 
Located in southwestern South Dakota, Badlands National Park is 2,400 or 244,000 acres of wilderness full of pinnacles, buttes, and spires, the largest protected mixed grass prairie in the United States. The Badlands are a wonderful and colorful, are, are a wonderful wonderland of colorful formations. And driving through this bizarre and unique landscape as a kid left an incredible impression on me. It's one of those places that made me realize how diverse and spectacular U.S. geography can be. It also has one of the world's richest fossil beds, giving scientists the opportunity to study the evolution of the horse, rhino, and saber-toothed cat. It, it's home to plenty of still-living wildlife, too, from tiny shrews to the 2,000-pound bison, reptiles, amphibians, and birds, and butterflies. The Lakota gave the name, gave it, gave the land its name, Mako Sika, meaning land bad, because it was difficult to cross due to the rocky terrain, lack of water, and extreme temperatures. Today, the Badlands are not so bad place for hiking, fossil hunting, taking scenic drives, and spotting wildlife. Through the temperatures, still get pretty extreme, peaking close to 90 degrees Fahrenheit in the summer. And like negative 20 in the winter. Let's be real. That's uh, that's cold and hot as sin. It sure. is though. I mean, I mean, we get that experience out here, but that's just because we're like a high desert. You know, it's it's those extremes that this prairie land uh, does, and that's why. I mean, that's why it's so fertile. I think in the spring and summer, when when you do have those growing seasons, and why we grow the wheat and all that cool stuff out this way. You know. Um, I enjoy it. Uh, that's definitely why, you know, they say summer is hot and dry. You are in like a desert type thing. So they say they recommend bringing a gallon of water per person per day. Um, they, they have thunderstorms that can produce lightning, hail, high winds and tornadoes. Uh, during lightning storms, they say avoid lone trees and high places. Return to your car if possible, which makes sense because it's flat. 100%. Yeah, no, it totally makes sense. So, it's not a strategy I like to use with lightning. I like to grab a metal rod and then walk, walk out in an open field and just swing it around. I feel you. That's kind of my strategy for approaching lightning. Um, you know, it's worked so far. Yeah. Well, they say the land is even erosive, so be careful when you're on the cliffs because I believe it. It can erode on you because I remember um, remember walking up some of them how like slick it could kind of get and oh, yeah. that wasn't even wet. Yeah, <laughs> I could imagine would get a little bit of rain on that what it would do. Uh, so definitely wear sturdy boots. Uh, they do have cactuses as well, so you could get cactus spikes inside of you. Uh, beware of rattlesnakes; they can be found throughout the park, and they are venomous. Rattlesnakes avoid the sun by coiling in cracks and crevices, staying in the thick grasses. Wear your closed leather shoes. Be careful where you place your hands and feet. Yeah, and we know uh, rattlesnakes very well in this part. That's the first time I've ever had a rattlesnake uh, buzz its buzzer at me. Yeah. Um, that was wild, too, because he was a big rattlesnake. Yeah, he was a big boy. <laughs> I just still one of the funnier times ever where that guy were like rattlesnake. And he goes, nope, and just turned right around. <laughs> but uh, yeah. no, the, the Badlands, you know, they're very cool for what they are. 
They are. Um, and it's another, you know, you're in a park, they do say your cell service might drop. So you can. Oh, classic. I don't know. <laughs> a lot of people go to these places. Like, I hope I have got my 5G going. <laughs> Yeah, I think some do. I've seen people upset that they can't send a message in, in the Lamar Valley before. Damn. Well, that's a shame because uh, I think you're so. out in the wild, people. <laughs> Honestly, and you know, it's to me the Badlands is like you're like go to Waldrug or go to Rapid City. You're not too far away if you're going to if you're going to that kind of stuff. Like you're the, you're you're in the park to see the park. Your camera, your camera option on your phone works without cell service. Yes. No. Um, so when you are at a Badlands Geology, uh, from top to bottom, looking at looking at the the rocks, right? So the lighter colored shape color uh, of the rocks are the Sharps Formation, uh, which was primarily deposited twenty eight to thirty million years ago. Uh, the next layer, which is more of a gray layer, is the Rockford Ash, which uh, serves as it was a volcanic layer of ash, which uh, is the boundary between the Brule and the Sharps. Uh, during the Oklacene epoch, between 30 to 34 million years ago, the Tannish Brown Burl Formation was deposited. Um, then at, below that, you have the grayish Chardron Formation. Uh, which was between 34 to 37 million years ago as a river flood plain that replaced the sea. So it became a river at that time. Uh, when you get down to the yellow mounds, um, that was, they don't say how long ago that was, but down below the yellow mounds, you get the pier shale, which was 69 to 75 million years old. So when that land was put there. Kind of old neat. land. There's a picture for our uh, our uh, viewers watching on. Uh, back home. Uh, you yeah, know, it's on. even better than pictures. Going and seeing it for yourself. I think so. Um, I, you know, I I like it. There was one. I mean, I wonder if that was that wall, that hundred mile wall they're talking about. But that line when we were on our hike, there was that one line in the ground that just kind of like. Oh, that's probably the wall. Because it wasn't, it wasn't with the like layers. It was its own thing, but it makes sense. It's that like mm -hmm. clay, different type. Um, if you want to see wildlife, yeah, we mentioned some before. They also have coyotes, magpies, uh, prairie dogs, which is one of Mark's favorites, as well as the porcupine. Um, porcupine's not really a favorite of mine. Well, I meant the prairie dog before. Yeah, oh, I know the prairie dogs are cool as shit. <laughs> um, which is weird. Like of all animals, I'm so like. It blows my mind that you're uh, you're into prairie dogs, but that's okay because maybe maybe after the wedding, you can go to Prairie Dog State Park on your way <laughs> to see me. Who knows? It'll be me and Matt. So <laughs> there you go. You might want to stop. Um, so I'm just gonna. Uh, right now, you know, it's June. They say the average temperature is 83 with a low of 56 and precipitation of three inches. What about July? What's July look like? Because that's when uh, this actually comes out. 92 degrees Fahrenheit with a low of 62 degrees Fahrenheit with about 1.94 uh, precipitation. Okay. Um, what about December? What if someone listens to this in December? In December, it is, they say it's 39 degrees is the high. 
17 is the low and you get 0.3 inches of precipitation. Uh, we'll go to January because it's a little bit colder on average. They get 34 degrees high, 11 degrees low. And these are the averages yeah. uh, with 0.29 precipitation. Um, we did talk earlier about it being an open hike park. However, they do have some trails that have been established in the park. They have the door trail, which is 0.75 miles round trip. They have the window trail, which is 0.25 miles round trip. They have the notch trail, which is 1.5 miles round trip. The castle trail, which is the 10 mile trip that goes across the park from basically road to road. It's like a big U, the road. So it's like from side to the U, side to the U. Uh, the cliff shelf trail, which is 0.5 miles round trip. The saddle pass, which is 0.25 miles round trip. The medicine route loop, which is four miles round trip. And the fossil exhibit trail, which is 0.25 miles round trip. And I assume you might see some fossils on that one. Yeah, I've heard that one's actually supposed to be really cool when it comes to the fossils and stuff. Well, how come we didn't do it then? I don't know. Probably because we uh, wanted to try and see more heights. I don't know. We didn't listen to the Wandering Ways podcast, ABC Badlands review. I get it. I get it. Okay. <laughs> that is exactly what it was. <laughs> no, I mean, I like the Badlands. I like the, the Black Hills. I like South Dakota. Um, it is pretty. It's different. It's unique. Um, there's a lot of history in this area so with the Lakota people, the Sioux people of the Dakotas. Um, with, with wind cave, you know, it's nearby, but that's where their, their origin story comes from is the black Hills, but they even traveled out to the badlands. You know, they said it was bad land. That's where the name comes from is the Sioux people. So they've been there. Um, if you're also in the area, some of the cool stuff you can check out is they do have the, uh, visitor center for the U S national for or the national forest service, uh, grassland center is located, uh, in Waldrug. Uh, Mount Rushmore is real close. You also have the Minuteman Missile National Historical Site, Jewel Cave, Devil's Tower, and Wind Cave all nearby. Yeah, this is a great one to do if you're doing a road trip. Uh, yeah, I think so. To get, to get a bunch of parks. Uh, you can see kind of a lot. So, Well, especially if you're coming east to go out to like a Yellowstone or a Glacier or, you know, down to Utah, you know, you take that I-90 and you 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 know you use that you check it out you see what's going on you stop at all the parks this is one of those parks and i i i recommend giving it the stop um i do too that's what but it's a great it's a great like road trip where you're like you know what this summer we're doing national parks you know you because you can get a ton and a lot of good ones that you know, maybe you wouldn't see on a normal because there isn't like a super major airport nearby, you know? No. And uh, I mean, yeah, you could fly into Rapid City, but it's not the best. Yeah. Um, I actually. Um, a big I, major one, you know? Yeah. No, I uh, actually, my dad flew out of Rapid City one time. I had to drop him off because uh, we were out in South Dakota for work and he had to leave from there to talk about small airport. <laughs> <laughs> But like I said, they have uh, ranger talks earlier. You know, they have summer-led ranger programs, uh, usually uh, through, you know, end of May to early September, you know. So basically June, July, August are your big months for that. You know, they have geology talks, paleontology talks, fossil talks. They have the junior ranger program for those kids out there. So you can get those junior ranger badges. Uh, they have fun in the suns. They have evening programs all the time, as well as the night sky viewing, which I think is really cool. 
Yeah, for real. The night sky stuff with the ranger would be actually really dope. Well, it'd be cool to to have that conversation with someone who enjoys it and who studied it. And that's who you're probably getting at that ranger, you know, um, when, when working at Pompeii's pillar, it was a little bit different just because it was BLM on how the rangers were. Um, but every ranger has their, their go-to, you know, Sunny, she was, a, a, she loved geology, you know, Alexander loved history and trains, which was good for, you know, Pompey's pillar, you know, Matt May, he loved the trees. So all the different like types of sciences coming together and the understandings of that uh, you do get in the park. So that's, what's fun with these rangers. Cause a lot of them have those either his, history degrees, biology degrees, geology degree, you know, they know what's going on. Uh, for me, it was, you know, native history, which I think is some of the coolest history out there because you guys try and whitewash it yeah it's um it's definitely that's why the ranger talks are so great and that's why i love talking to rangers <laughs> they're fun man they're the best people to talk to they yeah they are and they're a goofy bunch <laughs> they are a goofy bunch but anyways no i'm uh, it's getting time to that time and i'm gonna be that guy that has to do the thing during this time where it's time for our final words so final words, my guy. Um, I want to say to all you wanderers out there this week to go explore some parks like this. Go find your ABCs. Maybe go find the ABCs in your state. I know gas prices are really high. I know the economy is really kind of shitty right now. So people aren't traveling as much. I saw Yellowstone Visitorship was down from the last couple of years uh, over Memorial Day weekend. Yeah, so definitely it sounds like people are not traveling as much this year being 2022. Um, definitely go find a place uh, nearby. Go do your own ABCs in your, in your neighbor, neighborhood, neck of the woods, you know. Uh, I'm sure there's some great parks to go check out, go find them, go experience them, go learn something new because we need to be learning something new every day. That's what makes us better. So go do it. I love it. I love it. Uh, Reverends, final words of wisdom. Say beautiful, everybody. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate every single one of you for listening all the way through. It sure means a whole, whole lot. Um, you know, just out there be good people do good things uh get good back um all that fun fun stuff uh make sure you're following along and all that um fun jazz um you know i'm sure there's a lot of exciting stuff going on right now so it's probably a lot of fun to listen to and watch uh, all that social stuff uh that we got going on so but anyways that being said peace out everybody bye